Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Explain This. I'm with the star of the show, Robin Riddle. Robin, how's it going? Doing great. How about you? Uh, I'm excited about today's topic, and it's one that I know a lot of people can relate to. We're going to talk about preconception. So before we get started, why don't you explain to me better as far as what preconception is, and then we'll start uh, going about how to go about it in a really healthy way. Um, So if you guys don't know, my background is from women's health. I I was a labor and delivery nurse for about 10 years before I transitioned into a nurse practitioner role and then into functional medicine. So uh, talking about things like this is a great way to combine all the loves in my life. Um, Delivering babies was phenomenal. I loved it still miss it every day. And so I like to find ways to incorporate women's health into mm. into functional medicine. Yeah. Um, so preconception is the planning going into deciding to get pregnant. Okay. okay. Um, so about 50% of pregnancies are unexpected, unplanned. But for the women who are thinking about it, who are planning to, to conceive, I just have a few tips and things that I like people to think about as they're moving into that phase of their life. Well, let's jump right in. Like, let's, right. let's get into some of these all tips. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, so first of all, we've got to look at everything that's happening in our society nowadays. We've got increasing rates of ADHD, increasing rates of autism, asthma, um, obesity in children, type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. in young children. Um, it's becoming clear that there's a lot of health problems, and more and more research is pointing to in utero exposures, setting children up for those health problems. Um, so I think we've talked before, like consumption of type two or consumption of diet soda in pregnancy can lead to type two diabetes in babies. Like it's it's a big deal right. what you're what you're putting into your body. Um, <clears throat> so I like women to think about what are they being exposed to in their daily lives that we can try to limit and bring down so that we enter into a pregnancy as healthy as possible. Okay. So one recent study found that pregnant women and their babies were being exposed to toxins um, through things as simple as hand soap, um, toothpaste, your lotions, shampoos. Um, So in the study, they uh, drew cord blood on the newly delivered babies, and some of these babies had as much as over 200 different types of um, toxins in their bloodstream. Um, that they had been uh, exposed to in utero. Wow. So you've got to think what a detrimental effect that can have on, and, and on just an from, infant. Yeah. From av- everyday things that you're doing yeah. that you really just, you, you, you don't, don't think know. About. Yeah. You don't think about. Something yeah. as simple as antibacterial soap. So we'll circle back around to that in a second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So many of the women in that study were positive for a substance called triclosan, which is very commonly, it's a very common known endocrine disruptor. So that's the substance substance that was in a lot of like the soaps and things like that, that were moving through maternal blood supply into fetal blood supply. Um, And then also pregnancy mobilizes stored toxins in the body as well. Um, So if you've had a history of exposure to heavy metals or things like that that have stored themselves into your fat stores or into the bones, that actually starts to mobilize in pregnancy. Okay. Um, and so the body starts to release more of that, which then again can can affect a baby. So if you know that you've had a history of some sort of heavy metal exposure somewhere throughout your life, preparing for pregnancy six months plus in advance can be really beneficial. Um, getting in with a provider that knows how to do testing for those types of uh, heavy metals or whatever it may be, 
and helping to detoxify the body. You don't want to start a, a significant detox process um, any closer than about six months out because you want to have about a three-month detox and about three months for the body to stabilize back down again. Okay. Um, so like one measure is chelation either through IV or oral therapies. That's not something you want to be finishing up the month before you're going to try to conceive because everything needs to kind of settle back into its place. So that is one to think about a long, long term. How would you know if you are detoxed? Is there like a time period or is there like um, testing again for heavy metals? Yeah. So if, if we're going the heavy metals route, there is pre and post testing that okay. you can see progress in okay. that. Uh, and a lot of, you know, young, healthy women in their 20s, 30s, 40s may not have big concerns about that. Um, but the things that I want people to think about more is what you're putting on your skin and in your mouth. Okay. Um, so your skin is the largest organ of the body. So anything that's going on your skin, you need to be aware that it can be absorbing and getting into your body and ultimately either building up or getting to your baby. Uh, so different types of products to be thinking about. Your makeup, your body lotion, your shampoo, your body wash, your shave gel, um, the the things that you're using to clean your house. So are those really harsh chemicals that you're using? Are you inhaling it? Are you getting it on your hands while you're you know scrubbing the countertops down? Um, and and just uh, looking through all of those things, anything that you know, I mean, if it's got Clorox and ble you know, bleach and stuff right. like that, and obviously we need to get to the natural things. Um, but there is a really cool website that I like that's called the Environmental Working Group. So it's ewg.org. Okay. Um, within that, they have a little uh, thing that you can click on that's called Skin Deep. And you can go in there and you can type in the name of any product that you use, and it's going to give you a rating on that product. Um, so if you have a specific makeup that you use every single day and you're concerned about, are there heavy metals in my makeup? Are there toxins in my makeup? Type the name of it in. It's going to pop up and tell you. Anything a three rating or less, generally considered pretty good. But a lot of like the, the makeup and shampoos and lotions that you look at, they're going to be a six plus, which is saying you've, you've got toxins and endocrine disruptors that are going to be within that that you may not feel effects from, but if you're using them leading up to a pregnancy and then while you're pregnant, it could be having effects on your baby. That's interesting. It also sounds like this would be things that we should look out for whether we're trying to get pregnant or not. Exactly. In you general know? life. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times people are less motivated to make big changes like that if they yeah. don't feel anything yeah. from it. Um, you know, the maternal instinct starts to kick in whenever you think about a pregnancy and you're thinking, I want to do everything I possibly can to have a healthy baby. Um, and so that's why I talk about this specifically preconception, because there's a good driving reason behind yeah, why absolutely. to do this. The motivation is high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So things that you can think about switching to. Um, Dr. Bronner's is a brand of Castile soap. I really like it. You can actually make your own like hand wash at home, putting some essential oils into Castile soap soap, putting in a little like foaming pump bottle. You've got handmade home, uh, homemade hand soap. <laughs> there we go. Um, but looking through those products on that Skin Deep website and seeing, you know, is the shampoo that you're using high in something that you shouldn't be getting? Uh, so there are very natural products that you can switch basically everything over to. So that's something you really should look at three months or so before you're planning on conceiving. So that's you can wild. start getting the buildup out of your body for, of what you've been exposed to. That is wild. So yeah. make sure we're looking at, you know, things that go through the skin mm -hmm. and also 
what we eat. Through the mouth. Yeah. Okay. Um, And so that's where diet becomes very Mm -hmm. critical to be thinking about. Um, Eating organic as much as possible. Of course, we want to avoid the pesticides and chemicals and preservatives. So um, a Mediterranean type diet is really beneficial. Uh, uh, So whole foods, organic foods, lots of fresh fruits and vegetables, um, lean proteins. You can increase the intake of fish. Um, Eggs is another one that's really good to be increasing intake of. Um, But uh, organic being a big key as much as possible. And uh, to remind myself, uh, organic, there's just a label all you have to worry about. Okay. Yep. Yep. Most of them have just a big green label that says organic on it. Um, Actually, also going gluten-free leading up to to conception can be really beneficial. Um, There have been multiple studies that have found that lower gluten-containing diets are beneficial for fertility. Um, so uh, increasing your healthy fat intake, so like avocados and eggs, um, stabilizing your, your blood sugar levels. So small snacks throughout the day, making sure we're not eating you know, tons of carbs and sugars that we're getting good big blood sugar spikes yeah. off of. Um, increase your water intake, decreasing alcohol intake and coffee. Um, and sodas even as well. In, even in the preconception even stage? Even in preconception stage. Okay. Um, yeah, so getting all of those kind of circulated out of the system before yeah. we actually get pregnant. And then absolutely once you're pregnant, I honestly recommend to my patients absolutely no caffeine intake throughout a pregnancy. Um, that may be a little on the excessive side of things, but that's because I've seen what caffeine can do to babies. Yeah. Um, and I've seen the withdrawals that babies have to go through if mom consumes a lot of caffeine. So I tend to tell people just get rid of it we don't need it and if you slowly decrease it over the months leading up to pregnancy it's not as bad as going cold turkey got just it cut, just cutting it out doesn't feel the greatest start to start to decrease it now out of curiosity um, would any of this um help with fertility as well oh absolutely okay all of it does okay yeah, yeah. I, I know that that like if you're trying to get pregnant like that's on your mind as well oh, like yeah. the you know making sure that you can get pregnant yeah yeah okay. absolutely so all of this definitely helps with fertility and I've got more that I can go into on that in special situations but anyways yeah. um, so other really important things to be thinking about and doing um, there are different supplements that you can take before you're pregnant that can be beneficial with helping to also detoxify. Not all of these are safe in pregnancy. So as soon as you are actively trying or you think that you have conceived, it's best to stop these. Um, But one of them is BCAAs, branched chain amino acids. So we've talked about those before. Um, NAC or glutathione, it's a detoxing agent for the body. Resveratrol, um, a beet complex, turmeric, green tea extract, milk thistle, all of those are things that can be really beneficial in flushing toxins out of the body leading up to conception. Now, are, would you suggest that people uh, jump on all of those or just kind of pick the ones you like? Pick a few. Okay. I love BCAAs. NAC or glutathione would be another big one. Milk thistle is really good for cleansing the liver. Okay. Uh, B-complex, three or four of them at least, would be a really good thing to do. Got it. Um, And then starting a prenatal vitamin. Uh, Mm. Most women don't start their prenatals until they're pregnant, which means a lot of women are entering into a pregnancy vitamin deficient. Interesting. So we want to build back up all of your nutrients in the body before you get pregnant and start depleting them by giving them to another human being in your body. Yeah. Um, And especially if you have been on oral contraceptives, it is really bad to deplete multiple different nutrient levels in the body. 
So we want to get started on a really good solid prenatal vitamin. Um, not they're not one size fits all, of course, but they're also not all created equal. Um, some doctors will tell you hey, any prenatal is fine, even if you just do a chewable Flintstone every day. I don't agree. Um, there are definitely some things within that that we need to focus on making sure is there. One of those is methylfolate. So it's the methylated version of folic acid. Methylated because if you don't know your MTHFR status, you just need to go mm. ahead and have it methylated. That yep. way we know that your body can use it. So that one is 400 to 800 micrograms a day. Um, B6, the active form is P5P five to 10 milligrams of that a day. Okay. That can actually be really good in helping to prevent morning sickness. So if you are built up on that before you get pregnant, it actually can lessen your morning sickness. Nice, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, have iron in your prenatal vitamin if you have any history of anemia. Uh, that's gonna also help prevent um, miscarriages and, and trouble in through the pregnancy. Uh, choline is another one. We want 400 milligrams, around 400 milligrams of choline every day. If you eat a lot of eggs every day, you do get choline through eggs, about 150 milligrams per egg. Um, but otherwise, make sure that that's in your supplement. Choline is critical for neurodevelopment uh, of the baby. And that's the kind of things that are developing within those first few months when you may not even realize you're pregnant yet. So mm. that's why it's just good. Go ahead and go ahead and be on a prenatal. Um, and then iodine is another one. So that's really important for um, thyroid support and cognitive development of the baby, 200 to 250 micrograms. And zinc is another one. So for hormone support and immune support, um, zinc anywhere from 15 to 45 milligrams a day. So check your prenatal. Um, I love Smarty Pants, weirdly enough. They've got chewables. They've got the, the tablet versions. They're not 100% on all of these. You would have to add a few things in, um, but it's got a really good blend of most of what you need. Uh, so that's, that's a good one to look at too. And is that something that you would stay on throughout the pregnancy as well? Yes. Okay. So you start a prenatal vitamin, preferably at least three months before conceiving, stay on it throughout the whole pregnancy, stay on it for about three months after delivery, unless you're breastfeeding, and then it's best to stay on it for the length of time that you're breastfeeding. So generally six months to a year after okay. delivery as well. It's just such helpful information because yeah. I know people who are interested in their own health are also going to be interested in their baby's health oh, as well. Absolutely. So this is yeah. this was wonderful information. Anything else we need to cover before we? Uh, so get another off tip: if you have any family history of mm. any genetic disorders, it can always be really beneficial to go have preconception counseling. Mm. Um, there is here in Knoxville um, a local genetic counselor that actually can do genetic testing, sits down and talk about risks from each side of the family to help identify is there anything major that we need to be concerned about passing on or looking for in a developing baby. So it, it's a really good way just to plan ahead and know kind of what you're getting into genetically, Yeah, I found super interesting. Um, and like I always say, if you're not preventing, you're trying. So if you are not on an adequate form of birth control, you're trying to get pregnant. You're just waiting for it to happen. Yep. So you need to go ahead and be doing things, assuming that you're going to end up pregnant. Wonderful, wonderful information. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Guys, we hope you guys got a ton of uh, education out of this video. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. If you know somebody who is trying to get pregnant or is in that stage of life, be sure to share this video with them. We're going to try to uh, create healthy next generations here. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, guys, you name it, we explain it. As always, we'll see you all next time. Don't go away.
Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.